Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. Forget. I told another group, we in America, we got to be careful because we are very trend minded. You know what I mean by trend minded? Something new comes out and we'll just drop whatever we had going on. What we had was working, wasn't nothing wrong with it. Right? Your cell phone was just as good. <laughs> you didn't have no update issues with that cell phone, it was paid off. Right. If you wanted a new screen, all you had to do is just download another picture and it looked like a whole new phone. Get you a new case, brand new, I mean like brand new phone. But some came out, you just, I, I, my phone don't, I, it, it, it don't feel the same to me no more. I made a mistake and dropped it. It must, it must, it don't hold grip right in my hand no more. It just, you know, piece of my, watch, watch, piece of my case chips. I'm going to have to get a whole new phone. There's a whole new my case chills. I got to get a whole new phone. <laughs> Trendy. And, we'll, and we'll, have, we'll have a drawer full of phones that work all too well and in debt all over again for $1,500 for a phone that you're still trying to figure out today. Look, mad every time you open. I can't, this button, I'm taking it back. You ain't taking it back. If you do, you just want another one of the same thing that you still don't know how it works. We're trendy. We're trendy. Somebody say, we tend to be trendy. We tend to be trendy in the United States. And uh, this is the last Sunday of the year. Y'all bear with me. Can I just, I ain't going to go super slow, but I just want to make sure and get all this out to you. Last Sunday of 2020, we're going to get this thing done. But because we are trendy in nature, our nature spills over into our spirituality, our spiritual walk. And we tend, watch, we tend to treat God from a trendy mindset. Right? When before we've, he's finished the work of the season that we're in, we, we look, we're, we're busy looking over into the last place. And if we're not careful, what happens there is... We're not ready to be carriers of the next dispensation. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen, it's, it's, like, it's like this school year. Educators will, will attest to this. It's like this school year. Our heart is for our children because there's been a lot of corners cut. Been a lot of corners cut concerning curriculum, concerning uh, protocol, concerning lesson plan. And it's just the nature of the beast. Collegiately, watch, students don't even have to have an SAT score to go to college next year. And we're thinking, yay, but 
On the other side, it's like, yeah, uh, it might be some folk in here that ain't quite qualified. My point, my point to the spirit realm is the same. That if we're so, if we're so, uh, 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 old, my old aunties and them, you say, ain't you? We're just so ain't you to get to the next place of God that we don't finish, that we don't take our final, our exit exam, our graduation exam. Can I, can I submit to you, believers, don't run from tests? God Almighty, don't ever run from a test. Test is the proving ground. Test is the place where you see God at his greatest power. You want to see God in a new way? James said, count it all joy when that diverse temptation or trial comes your way. Why? Because you're about, you about to see God in a fresh and new way. I don't, see, I, I know, I know that's, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow because we as the American church, we, we have been sold on a feel-good gospel. As if Christ came so that I can feel good. Well, that's a you should feel good in your journey. But should you abandon your faith because moments of it don't feel good? So we gotta, we've got we've to embrace, we've got to lean in to the, to the testing that is taking place. And we've got to, somebody say, finish the course. We've got to finish the course. Say that again, finish the course. And the best way that I, that I know to, to make sure that you are prepared to finish the course and to, if I can say, uh, pass your exit exam from 2020 into 2021 is to do like any good teacher. Can I be a teacher today? Be like any good teacher and make sure and do a, a course review. Now, you got to be careful as students now because when it's course review time, she's all right, mama. She's just walking in her anointing. <laughs> uh, uh, we we as, as students, we tend, watch, watch. Come on, think back to yourself when you were in school. We tend, when it comes to course review time, we tend to be like, oh, shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I pulled my cell phone out and play games in class today. Where are y'all? Well, you didn't have cell phone maybe back then. Maybe pull out your pager and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or write a, write a, do you like me, I like you, check, no, or yes box on that day. You trying to close out the year with you having a summer boo. Anybody had needed a summer boo? I'm not like you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, so it's our nature to think, to watch, to assume that we got it because we, cause we made it to the end of the course. Well, everybody that make it to the end don't pass. So let's be a good class today as I hurriedly, as I scurry through the year in review of 2020, the message that God gave us, which was the year of the spoken word. Let me hear you say that, the year of the spoken word. January, God told us that silence is the language of defeat. He reminded us of what he told us in 2019, whereby shouting is the language of victory. Opening your mouth and releasing a sound is the key to your victory. Being silent will inevitably cause you to be defeated in whatever stance you're finding yourself in, whether it be relationally, financially, whether it be health-oriented, medically, or whether it just be concerning life as a whole. If you're not speaking, if you are silent, you will be defeated, and yet if you open your mouth, and speak a thing, it will be so. We learned in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, where Jesus told Peter that upon that rock he'd build his church. But in verse 19, he says that you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Watch. He did not say whatever is bound in heaven, you will bind in earth. 
Now, Jesus is a particular man. He's a very bright man. As a matter of fact, he's the most brilliant man that ever lived. And so should that have been what he wanted to say, Jesus would have just said what he wanted to say. Right. But what he said was, whatever you bind on earth, we in heaven will stand in a posture and say, I like that. I like what that boy said. Say it again. We agree with you. But that only takes place not because it is possible. It only takes place because it becomes your action. It becomes your behavior. You bind on earth and heaven agrees and says it is bound. So we must open our mouths and speak. And when we do so, we have what we say. In February, God told us that we, because of that, must know what we're saying. First John chapter five, verse 14, John said it this way. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything, somebody say anything, In his name, we have this confidence of knowing that he hears us. This year, you may have felt as though God didn't hear your prayer. You may have felt as though it was a trying time and you were wondering if God even existed. Can anybody even be honest and say, man, I almost I almost questioned that thing about is God real? Is God still? Is God able? Yeah, there were questions that came, but you did not cast away your confidence because it has a great recompense of reward. That confidence that we have is that we know that if we ask the mere fact that we open our mouths not think it not meditate on it but we open our mouths and speak we ask we know that because I said it, he hears it is anybody that's excited that God hears your prayers that you're not just praying to a proverbial God that's that may or may not be in existence God hears and answers prayers so March came and we had to ask ourselves then if God is listening what are we saying God took us to the anchor text of the year 2020 which is March chapter 11 verse number 23 now I want to slow down a little here so that you can read this for your own hearing Mark chapter 11 verse number 23 I want you to get there and I want you to read this because this is Jesus talking and he's giving the answer to how creation is established he's giving the answer as to how you can receive what you need through the power of the spoken word do you have it say I have it Let's read. For verily I say unto you, read, that whosoever shall be thou removed and be thou and shall not in his heart, but shall that uh which he shall. What will happen? He shall. This year, we came into the acknowledgement that what we are saying, not what we said, not what I might say, but what we are consistently giving voice to. I'm reminded of Psalm 103 and 20, where the psalmist said that the angels, they are strengthened as they are uh, given voice as command, hearken to the commanding of the word as voice is placed on the word of God. When we consistently say the word, we will have what we say. We were assuming that all we had to do was say it one time and because we said it one time God would bring it to pass but God is a father and if you know anything about a good father he'll make you have to labor a little bit for that thing he'll make you have to work a little bit because not only does he want to give you something to gratify your your need he wants to grow you up in the process any good daddy don't want to just teach give you something to eat he wants you to he wants to teach you how to earn what to eat so that when you're away from his presence Adam and Eve you're not 
deceived into cheating and cutting corners to receive what has been rightfully placed before you so that you can earn it by your own means. And so Jesus taught, if you're going to have anything, even in the face of the greatest mountainous opposition, it will be only because you consistently say what I have said. Somebody say, saith means saying. Again, saith means saying. So we must continually speak the word with great repetition. That's why you can't just pray at the beginning of the week on Sunday and not talk to God again all throughout the week. You got to early in the morning seek him. You got to speak the word over your life in the morning. You got to commune with him in the noonday and you got to close out your day with the word of God. You must allow your day to be filled of much speaking in the word of God because then and only then will we have what we say. Then came April and we got into the thick of this pandemic and God did not tell us to draw back. More specifically, he told us in modern vernacular to turn up, turn down for what? He told us that we should increase in our speaking even as we're in the face of great opposition where people were dying by the thousands. He told us in that place to increase your speech. He took us to Luke chapter 8 where verse number 11 says that the seed is the word of God and told us to be like sowers. God is not a planter. God is a farmer. He's not one who is nursing one plant at a time. He is a God who is scattering seed in great abundance. Wherever there is ground, he wants there to be seed. Wherever there's a person, he wants them to hear the gospel. Wherever there's an individual with a need, he wants them to encounter his truth. Why? Because the word must be increased in the earth. It must be preached unto every nation for a witness so that the end shall come. God is of a mind that he wants his word to be in abundance, not only in the church, but in the world. So that means when we as the church leave the walls of the church, we got to increase. If I'm preaching this much, then you ought to be teaching, speaking, sharing the gospel even the more. The same passion that I'm sharing the word of God with you even in this moment, the same way that you are hearing this word with passion, with fervor, you got to take that same passion and share the gospel with people who need to hear it in your world. Why? Because times are dark and anytime it gets dark, what do you do in your house? You turn on the light. So please believers, can we start back turning on the light? Can we go out and share the gospel? Can we go out and be a light to this dark world? Don't fit in. Ann Hartman said we wasn't even made to fit in. We were created to take over. What's the takeover power? The takeover power is it's dark. Can't nobody see where to go, what to do and what time it is but when the light comes on every piece of attention is drawn to it that's what God needs you to be in the earth in this day in this time in this age he needs you to increase your speech of the word somebody say turn up turn up turn up turn up turn up I don't mind it. Listen, y'all, listen. These lame rappers ain't doing nothing but stealing our words anyway. Don't get offended when somebody take back what they mishandled and corrupted. I serve an incorruptible God. I'll snatch back a, a slut that's been dancing on a pole, giving up her body in the streets and calls her to be an evangelist. That's what Jesus did in the book of the Gospels, in the book of John. It was a loose woman. Everybody in the city knew she was loose, but when she encountered light, when she encountered the incorruptible, power 
power of God. It caused that same vessel to become a vessel of honor, preaching the gospel and bringing about change. Somebody said, and don't you forget about your past. Don't you forget the places that God put. I know you know what I'm talking about, woman of God. Don't you forget the places, the dark places, the pits that God pulled you out of, cleaned you up and made you righteous so that the same people who you was kicking it with can now experience life. Somebody say, turn down for what? Had to deal with that religious spirit for a second. The month of May, God told us, call heaven to earth. Stop sitting and waiting for heaven to come. Call it. If you call, I'll answer and show you marvelous things God told us. And he told us in Romans chapter 4, verse 17, to be like our Father who calls those things which be not as though they were. Saints, stop waiting to see God. Show somebody God. Call on the name of God. For the Bible declares for anybody who calls on him shall be saved. We're waiting for him to show up because he's sees our need but our God is waiting on us to call so that he can answer oh is there anybody who can testify to that this year where you were going through hardship hard time but then you heard a word that God wants you to open your mouth and speak your freedom and speak your victory you bought into the truth and you spoke the word and you saw the answer manifested before your eyes there is power in the spoken word of God y'all making me preach I'm trying to review are you following me class Hallelujah. June and July, God told us that it's time for us to shout and it's time for us to shout now. That's why I love how God did. He set a new precedent by prefacing warfare with praise. I say again, he set a new precedence through prefacing your warfare with praise. Before you lift a hand or a fist to fight, he says, open up your mouth and release a sound of rejoicing and praise. He told the nation of Israel in the book of Joshua, chapter number six, he told them, I heard, I can hear now the prophet Joshua speaking as he hears the Lord say where he declared shout for he has given you the city and I know watch it took some time it took them seven days to walk about and see if they were going to see God move and they wanted to release the sound before it's time but in due season at the appointed time when God said shout now the walls of Jericho fell flat and that wall fell flat so that the kingdom could be advanced and territory could be taken. Can I submit to you that when you open your mouth in the midst of a pandemic, the more you open your mouth and declare God's word, the more the walls of this pandemic and the things that have been fortified, to, that's been kept secret from the, the mass population are falling out. Things are gonna be exposed the more we put voice to it. God Almighty, I wish I could say it like I wanna say. The more we walk upright before God and release his truth, the more corruption has to be revealed and exposed for what it is so that incorruption and righteousness can be lifted up and when it is lifted up that's when he draws all men unto him somebody say shout now but we're not shouting alone. God told us in the month of August that that's a time of synchronizing in our speech, that we must be of a mindset of being like those in the book of Genesis chapter number 11, where their unity, their synchrony impressed God. The Bible declares in verse one that the whole earth was of one speech and one language. God came in verse six and said, man, we got to go look at it. Do you see this? These people are one so much so that anything they imagine to do would not be restricted. 
convicted and they were doing something for selfish gain. How much more so can we as the body of Christ unify, synchronize in our speech, be of the same speech, same mind and same judgment, and we be able to accomplish the unimaginable. Now we understand what uh, the great apostle Paul said when he said, now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly far above all that we could ever ask or think. Watch, but it's according to the power that worketh not in you, not in me, but in us. Somebody said there's power in synchrony. There's power when we come together as a unified force. I'm going to deal with that next year. I can't wait to get to it. But then God had the nerve to take us into September and tell us it's a new season. It's a season of new things, new opportunities, new leadership, and even new challenges. And we were so excited, but he told us that we had to position ourselves as the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 to remember not the former things, neither to consider the things of old, because I behold will do a new thing. God wants to do something in our life, in our time, in our generation that the world as we know it has not yet seen it. And he's going to do it in and through a people who are yielded to him so that we can get it accomplished. Somebody say he's talking about me. Then he took us in October telling us that eternity is speaking to us. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23 is a very familiar passage of scripture because it's a passage that talks about the triune nature of man where we are spirit who has souls and we live in bodies. But that's not the main point of what the great apostle Paul is telling the church of Thessalonica. He tells them the reason that that is the case is because I want you to be preserved blamelessly until Christ returns. Please understand that the way we live our life here on earth will have a direct result to what we get in this life in the hereafter. God desires abundance of life here on earth to be extended into the realm of the eternal. The way that we are able to rule well and live well and live yielded to God here in earth will determine whether we get nothing or cities of a rulership in the realm of the eternal. Well, Jesus taught this concept very plainly. He said, I'm going to give you a talent and I'll be back to see how you handle it. If you you handle it well, if you multiply it, if you occupy it till I return, when I return, I will give you cities for what you have multiplied, the talent that I gave you. That is much the like as to how we handle this life that God has given us. If we handle it as if our eternity depends upon it, we will find that we will be greatly rewarded in eternity. Eternity spoke to us, and I hope you heard. Somebody say, he that hath an ear. I hope you hear what the Spirit is saying. God wants to preserve us. November, I wish I had more time, but November took God took us into a place of understanding that our life is found in his word. Acts 17 and 28 says that it is in him that we live. It is in him that we move. It is in him that we have our very being, so much so that we're his offspring, that we are a chip off of the old block. We are the, we are the offspring of the God creator through the work of his son, our elder brother, Jesus Christ, where we must embrace the fact that we were created to live in the word. I know you want that new house. I know you're excited about your new apartment, and that's good for here. But when you leave this place, you ought to be familiar with your eternal abode. You ought have already done set everything the way that it needs to be because you dwell in eternity right now. Truth be told, the benefit of Christ coming and dying and resurrecting is such that not only should we live in an eternity once we leave this earth, but we access heaven here and now. Here's why Jesus says, repent, for the kingdom is at 
hand. That's why he didn't say repent because the kingdom is coming. No, sir. No, ma'am. He said repent because it's within your reach right now. And he's not talking about a kingdom. That's where the Israelites missed it. They thought that he was going to dethrone Caesar and take back authority over the nation of Israel. He says, no, I have a kingdom that you know not of. This kingdom is an eternal kingdom. It's a spiritual kingdom. And listen, I'm all for helping folk out, doing nice things for people and building a nice facility as a church. But if all of that amounts to missing out on my treasures being stored up in heaven, you can have all that. I'm here to tell you because the reality of the matter is my life is not in brick and mortar. My life is not in prestige between humanity. My life is not consumed with getting awards from people who may die and go to hell and not even experience an eternal in the presence of God. But my life is consumed in the presence of my father that he has extended by way and form of his word. And now the spirit. Why is the spirit important? Because we find as I close in Ephesians 6, around 16, 17, that the armor that has been granted to us by our God, the weaponry of his choice, is a sword that is welded by his spirit. Some even say the sword is the spirit. I'm of the persuasion that the sword is it is him because the sword is the word and he is one with the word. John testified that there are three that bear record in heaven. It's the father, the word and the Holy Ghost. And those three are one. So sure, the Holy Ghost is the word. But more specifically, he is the one who gives us the unction to rightly divide, utilizing the weapon of the word and know how to succeed and excel and accomplish the will of our father in this thing called life. This year, 2020, has been a year of preparation. It's been a year where God has trained his people to lock in to speaking his word. And my hope is that after we have our New Year's Eve revival service, that we don't forget all of the jewels that God has given us in 2020 because we're so excited about what he's going to say to us concerning 2021. I'm, I already know what is. He's already told me what to say. And so I'm, I know it's exciting. And yet it's vital that we're not so excited about what is going to be said that we forget that what is being said is built upon that which has already been said. That's why, God Almighty, I'm full today, can you tell? All these 20-minute sermons have got on my nerve. <laughs> these shouts, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I'm, I'm trying to be in a hurry about the Lord. This, he's going to do a new thing. I'm going to tell you. I'm just, I'm just telling you. It's, we're, 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 we're in the third leg. We're in the third leg of the four by, four by one, four by whichever one. We're in that third leg. And he about to hand that, hand that baton over. And that fourth leg going to be the fastest, most mad. I'm here to tell you, we're going there. But let's make sure we close this year out right. Jesus taught, um, I didn't come to do away with the law. That's why I kind of, I, I pray for those who, who assume that because something is not said in the New Testament, that it's not relevant. Jesus said, you better teach the commandments and, and, and fulfill them better than the Pharisees if you want any part in my kingdom. But he simplified it in by saying, but if you do it, if you do it from your heart, you won't even have to be checking the list. You'll just be fulfilling it because you love me. Come on, man. 
There's so much, I feel like the apostles, there's so much I desire to, or Jesus, there's so much I desire to tell you. But we got to get there in his timing. 2020 was a year. but It's about to be behind us. Don't forget what God established. Some of us have locked into, and I got I to insert this here, have locked into a place of declaring God's word in ways that we had gotten away from in years past. Dr. Hartman, of late, she, she founded this church not only on prayer and intercession, but she got to a place where she embraced the revelation of speaking God's word. Y'all remember that we were in that vein? That was in the late 90s, I think. Uh, but man, we, we got into that place. of that. That's when we started doing declaration as confession as a part of our worship service. So if you're wondering, why we do that same thing? I mean, we ought to just, you know, we ought to just do something that we just, just flow with just well we yeah we but we do but but that that's that's a part that's that's a spiritual practice that'll get you that'll get you results that you know crying might not get you am, am I am I am I helping anybody because us some, yeah, yeah. Us like the, you know, we like to lay out in the flow. <laughs> we like, dude, come on now. We like it every now and then. Just get me, God. Get me, God. God said, I get you if you get up different, though. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Some of God going to get him. We're going to say, don't get me no more. <laughs> no more, Lord, don't get me. <laughs> but here's why. Here's why. Because when we crossed over into 2020, actually in the Jewish calendar, 5780, we crossed over into a time where heaven is open and attentive to the opening of the human mouth. And when we, when we make utterances, heaven is looking to, to hasten to, to bring to pass what we say. Y'all, and I know, man, it's, it's like... We've heard things over and over again. Yeah, you hear things over and over again now, and, and you don't see them, but things are for appointed times. And so being a prophetic people and being people of God, people of God, if you're not a prophetic person and you're a person of God, you're outdated. Why? Because here's what Acts says. Peter testified that in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, and y'all going to prophesy. So you got to be prophetic in order to hear what God is saying. The, the very way that God communicated with his people was through prophets. So you cannot, you can't just not, I don't, I don't believe that. Well, you don't believe in hearing what God is saying now. You read the Bible and you're God. You know what I mean? Because I, I can read a book and get my interpretation. I'm the source of that. Well, the, read, the, the, the author is the source of the knowledge, but how, what I do with it is on me. That's why the prophetic is valuable. And I know that's why we as believers, we want every church service for somebody to be prophesied to. But that's not what prophecy is about. Prophecy is not about convincing you that God is still God. Prophecy is direction. So if God says it's a new season, that's prophecy. Stop, stop trying to do old stuff and hold on to it. Go do the new thing. If the new thing come up before you, that the, the Lord God will say unto you, do that. Okay? If you've been blessed by this time of viewing, boy, God been encouraging us, whipping us, snapping us. 
Hallelujah. Let me finish that last, that last point, though. And so, so since the 80, 57, 80, 2020, the 80 is the portion of that numeric system that speaks of heaven and open and us opening our mouths. So for 10 years, that 8 is going to be there. So that heavenly portal will be open for a decade. Y'all, that's an age. That's, that's, that's a, what God is trying to get us to realize. We have, what 2020 did was it caused us to step into a new age and a new era. And so for the next 10 years, your, the, most, the, the most consistent spiritual discipline that needs to be practiced is intentionally speaking your word. Watch what you say. Because you're going to have what you say the most. If you talk about your children saying, boy, they're so bad. They, every time they just cut up. They just, well, guess what they're going to be? Because you said it, that's what they're going to be. You're going to speak to the negativity of them. But if they're acting out, and, and, and need I, lest we forget, your behind were better than them. I'm, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me come back. But I almost prophesied right then. Huh? You were bad. Ask your mom and them if they're still around. Ask your grandma and them. Ask your brothers, your brothers and sisters to tell you the truth. Bruh, you were bad. See, I almost killed you when my mom wasn't looking at you. Now, I did. I, 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 was, I was trying to evaluate, but I'm, I promise you now, I was going to kill you that one time. I was looking at them seals and I was looking at you. I looked at them seals, I looked at you. I looked at them seals, I looked at you. I said, if I kill you, mom's going to kill me, so we're going to keep on living together. But I don't like you, though. Last Sunday together, some of y'all siblings are like, you're right, you're, you're right. I, I was going to do it yesterday. I, I feel something right in here. Right in here. No, I'm, just... <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> well, how, you know, Deacon Donna said, you better not. Pastor Mike, is it, is it them? Tell me. Tell me right now. Tell me. Tell me right now. Tell me which one. Don't just say in here, point. I want to know. Give us names that we might pray for them. Next 10 years, we got to speak. So, so, so make, sure, make sure we're speaking. Listen, man, you can talk yourself into destiny. Over the, listen, these 10 years should be your best years of life. Sis, bruh, just, just say what you expect. And speak it in alignment with God. If the enemy gives you a negative report, say, no, no, not that life. Not that life. I speak to my body. I speak to this whole. I speak that I'm healthy. I got sustained health. You can, you're, virtually you're in control. Because that's what's on, that's what's on heaven's mind. I know you say, listen, man, that's on heaven's mind now. And so practice that discipline so that you can have what you say. Wow, what a message. What a word, man. I just love God's word. It's so empowering, so impactful. It causes us to be exactly what God wants us to be. I hope you enjoyed that message. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to catch us via our live stream, you can do so by going to our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net, on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or Tuesdays at 7.15 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you stay strong in your faith and in all that God is speaking in your life, you have exactly what you say.